The date is June 21st, 2022 at 10.27 uh, p.m. Yes. <clears throat> I haven't recorded a uh, one of these things in a little bit. So here we go. I am on my way to the gym. And I thought to myself... Notice a common trend of how to do work and such. And I believe that, uh, what was, what what do I believe? Um, oh yes, yes, yes. So there's, there's two ways of, of, of kind of, or two mindsets you can have when getting something done or trying to get a task done, you know, trying to get something that you need to do done. Um, the first mindset is to say, you know what, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to wait for the right opportunity to come about. I'm going to figure out what exactly I need to do to ensure that this works out, you know? I need to mentally kind of plan and figure things out and da-da-da-da and come to to some conclusions about how I'm going to get a task done, right? That's method one. And I think that that method, if you you think that that's the, the method to go and do... Like you're going to be wasting all of your time and you're not going to be, um, I don't know. It's not, it's not, it's, I don't think it's a good, uh, it's a good mindset to have at all. Like the mindset of, Oh, you should, uh, gosh, that stupid George Washington quote. Um, you should spend, or I think it's George Washington. I don't know. I, I, and maybe it can be, this quote can be interpreted in a good way, but I don't, I don't know. I, I think that it might be pretty harmful actually. If I if I was given ten hours to chop down a cherry tree or ch- chop down a tree, uh, I would spend nine of the hours polishing the axe or, or, or sharpening the axe or something like that. Uh, I think that 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 sure maybe that that that's like that, that that's good for like I don't know that maybe has its uses some in some places, but I think that that mindset of, you know, I just need to figure things out before I get the task started. You know, I'm going to just figure out how to do this and figure out how to do that. And I'm going to think about it and I'm going to think about it and I'm going to think about it. That's a very detrimental mindset to have. Um, so what's the alternative? And I'll also explain why I think it's detrimental too. Um, but the alternative is you say, you know what? I don't know exactly what I need to do. I have no clue, like, uh, you know, what the perfect method is. And, you know, my, 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 my plan is probably going to be pretty flawed. Um, yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to get started and I'm just going to see where it goes. And you know what? Hey, I'm going to do something imperfectly. I will probably make mistakes. I'll probably make a lot of mistakes, right? I'll probably make a huge number of mistakes, but I'm just going to do it and I'll have a draft. I'll start doing whatever I need to do and I'll have at least something on the table and I can figure it out and re-edit it or do it again or whatnot, but I will have something rather than just thinking about it, right? Like let's say you need to do some like a tax paperwork, right? Maybe you're just like, oh, I, I don't know where this is. I don't know where that is. I don't know where these forms are and I don't know where those forms are. Um, you, you could, you could think about for like half the day, like, Oh, where are the forms? Or you could just start doing it. You could start doing that tax work. You could start finding those documents. Um, you could think 
oh, you know what? I need to figure out like what, what I need to bring to the gym. I need to think about what workouts I'm going to do. I'm going to think about like, oh, may, maybe I should wait around until uh, this and maybe I should like think about what I need to bring and da, da, da. Or you could just say, you know, what? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to start moving and I'm just going to start walking to the door and okay, I'll think about what I need to do. But at, at this time, I'm just going to, I'm just going to head out. I'm just going to start driving. Uh, not to interrupt, but there are a lot of bikers out today. I don't think I've seen this many bikers out and about in a very long time. That's very strange. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, what do you call it? I think Sam Hyde, Sam Hyde said a, uh, a nice little quote. He said the perfect, I think he got it from somebody else, but um, the perfect is the enemy of the good. I think this is 100% true. Um, and I would add to that, uh, having, having an imperfect product, like something that's like, like, let's say 50% of your best work on the table compared to a, a, let's say something at like 80 or 90% that took you like 10 times as long to make and, and wasted like, like a lot more of your time just thinking about it. I feel like, like the, the thing that, that the imperfect thing that, that, it, that took you less time to make, but is like good, good enough is probably a better use of your time than the thing that took you like, like you were a complete perfectionist about to, to, to get. And, and to be fair, there are things that, that you should be spending a lot of time on, right? You, you should not be getting shortcuts. But I think that, that if you're spending most of your time thinking about like how to do something perfectly, like that is a huge source of procrastination. Instead of, I think if you find yourself thinking about like, oh, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to do that? Um, like maybe, maybe there's things I'm forgetting. Maybe there's this I'm forgetting. Instead, once you find yourself kind of getting into those thought patterns, if you, if you, if you're the type of person to get into that, um, like stop yourself, say, Hey, uh, I'm thinking about this too much. Let me just do it. Let me just start doing it. Let me just start working on it. And I feel like that's probably a really good mindset to have. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also consistency is probably one of the most important things towards generating wealth. I think uh, that's what I've heard from a lot of people. Um, cause if you just, if you, if you work in like short little bursts, like Oh, okay. Never, never mind. That's, that's, that's a different conversation. But if you if you just like, let's say, oh, I have one really good day, and then I have like thirty days that are just bad, like where I don't do anything, like that's that's kind of worthless. But what you need is like a is you need to have like a really good kind of, I don't know. Maybe you have three three good work days, you're in your week, or maybe you maybe you have a way that you can like get a lot of productivity out of every single day. Maybe it's like a short amount of time, but it works. You know, you need to, you need to, you need to ensure that, that you can consistently like create or do what you need to do. Um, I mean, if you're a creative person or if you're working on a business or something like that, um, and that's what matters more than like, Oh, the, the completely great polished product and blah, blah, blah. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, dang. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, something racist. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not racist. It was gonna, I was, anyway. Well, anyway, my point, well, with that last comment, 
nothing I could ever say would appease the people who would get offended at that. So, well, whatever. I'm going to say all the racist things. I'm going to say something evil. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say something evil and bigoted. I'm going to say something evil and bigoted to a person in a, (laughs) to a person in a, uh, in a, um, in a marginalized and disenfranchised, historically marginalized and disenfranchised community. I'm going to say something evil to them. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, ha ha, ha ha. You're, you're, you're a stupid head to someone in a marginalized community. And then, and then you'll all see, you'll all see, everyone will see that. I don't know. Um, what were you talking about? There's something important. Um, businesses, things, uh, trans women of color. We need to, uh, we need to, um, we need to promote and we need to quite frankly adore, um, the trans women of color in our, in our, in our thriving and diverse communities. And I'm, I'm being a hundred percent serious about this. It's probably one of the most important things that we do in our democracy. I'm not even joking. This is so important. So, so, so crucial, so critical. Um, and, and it's, it's just sad how many, how many, many people are, are, uh, are losing sight of this, losing sight of what's important, right? Losing sight of our trans, trans youths, trans women of color. Um, and, and, and honestly, like, um, just hats off, hats off, like moment of silence, moment of applause. Like, it's very important that, that we, uh, that we, um, that we support and promote our trans, uh, transgender community. Anyway, anyway, trans youths, trans youths. Uh, one second. Um, June 22nd. Is it June 22nd? Yeah. June 22nd at, uh, 1236 AM. Okay. To continue that point, uh, I don't exactly know where I left off, but, um, What's the point? Oh, yeah. Uh, if you ever find yourself in a moment of indecision or, or whatnot, just do whatever, do something. Like get up or do something else. And maybe, maybe, and this is something that I've found to be a, a useful tool, different, <laughs> let's call them performance enhancers, can potentially be helpful. Maybe, maybe. I haven't really fully delved into the consequences and results of all this stuff, but one one of the one of my favorite performance enhancers is caffeine. And I think I think there's a dangerous kind of line because wh- whenever I use caffeine, I'm extremely productive for like hours. But then I think a day afterwards I feel just terrible. And sad. And then also, I think that if you just use caffeine all the time, then it'll uh, essentially, the effects will wear off, right? And then you're going to need more and more and more to, to, to have the same effect. So, essentially, performance enhancers like that need to be used sparingly and very intelligently, right? Um what other performance alcohol can be a performance enhancer but then again you have like some other like uh, major 
things to watch out for. You know, you don't want to be dependent on it. You don't want to be, uh, you don't want to become an alcoholic. You don't want to, uh, I don't know, use it as a crutch, you know, but I don't know, in social circumstances, like people say, like, like, I don't know, if you don't understand why people use alcohol in social circumstances, like, I don't know, well, I don't know, I'd say most people probably don't understand it, they just do it, but I think most people do it, or, or traditionally it's been used in social circles, because it makes people, it makes it easier for people to socialize, right, I think everyone has these barriers that they put up in normal life, and those kind of go down with alcohol, and it makes you more confident, you know, so it makes parties more enjoyable, and it makes it easier for you to communicate, right, Um, and that's a that's a performance enhancing measure right of this substance so my point is that you can potentially use performance enhancers to like get out of a slump let's say you're you're you wake up and you're like tired um and you're trying to be consistent right let's go back to that point being consistent with your wake up times like trying to wake up every day at like nine o'clock or eight o'clock or five o'clock or whatever right wake up and then Let's say you didn't get enough sleep. Let's say you got five hours, but you're trying to be consistent. Then maybe it's time to use a performance enhancer, right? Use caffeine or something like that. I don't know. But um, but I don't know. That, that's a tool. That's a tool in your tool belt. You need to use them sparingly. You need to be respectful to the technology, right? Chemistry is still technology, right? Um, because every technology has side effects. Every technology has unintended consequences. And you need to be able to use it responsibly, like there is no panacea. There is nothing. There's no no thing that will be able to do everything for you without any negative repercussions, right? Like even let's look at manual, like manual labor versus robots or or, or labor saving devices, right? Um, you could say, oh no, those were just all good. It's like okay, well, was it all good? Like people are using aren't using their body as much, right? It's it's given us like a huge like labor saving devices have given us a huge advantage. But what did we lose? Everyone isn't as strong as they probably used to be. Um like like we we were probably losing our connection with nature and there's like instead of like being out in the fields and doing stuff, we're in like completely simulated office environments where 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 we, we don't we aren't learning like real lessons from like just being out in reality, we aren't touching grass. Like that's the value in it. If you're out in nature, you get to see like untainted patterns, um, untainted from humanity. Uh, like, okay, we're going off on a little tangent here, but I think it's a good tangent um, because, like, I think humanity, just pure simulation, pure human creation, can oftentimes be separated from the truth. And, and here's one concrete example. There are some breeds of fish, some dogs, some 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 animals th- that through g- human genetic engineering have have turned into like crazy things. It's, it's like, and I'm not talking genetic engineering like oh some crazy sci-fi. It's like stuff that we like over decades or hundreds of years, right? We slowly breed animals to look a certain way or do a certain thing, right? And like the pug is an example. Like, like the pug is an ugly dog that can't breathe and it's like just a genetic abomination, right? And we made it that way. Humans decided to, oh, let's make this. There's some goldfish with like bulging eyes that aren't, that, that, that don't look like that in nature. They're just disgusting, right? And humans bred them to look like that. 
Like humans, just just pure human simulation, pure human creation, um, can be bad. I think, and if you have humans in a, in a completely human created environment, like an office space, that isn't like that isn't connected to like the 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 complete concrete eternal truth that nature gives you, like it can it, it'll lead you to just. I don't know. I think it'll lead you to be fucking crazy. Like, like if you're in an office all day, you're going to be completely separated from like the real world, right? If you're just completely, if you're in a city all the day, if you're in a uh, office all day, if you're at home all day, if you're watching TV, you, you are not connected to reality at all. You're connected to a human simulation of reality. And, and, and I think this is why, like, I think this is why you just see so many people who are just like, coming up with insane worldviews, right? Who are doing just like like unbelievably crazy things because they aren't connected to like like an anchor, right? They aren't connected to something real, which is nature, right? Because nature is directly created by God. And you could say, oh well God, creationism, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that God uses the tool of evolution, the tool of of kind of iteration into these like kind of beautiful um, patterns, beautiful like, like structures of reality. Because like, if you look at, if you look at things, I, I don't think I've ever seen an animal that, that isn't, that wasn't tampered, like wasn't manipulated by human, like um, genetic engineering that looks like beautiful. I think all animals are just amazing. All trees are amazing. All flowers are amazing. It's, 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 and, and I, they're, they're, it's just completely beautiful. And I think that, that, that that being separated from like I don't know that you know the, the thing that's kind of closest to God's creation like it'll it's bad anyway let's go back to the original point um what was the original point I'm forgetting oh goodness um oh yes performance enhancing drugs okay wait how do we even get here I I don't know anyway performance enhancers you need a you need to use technology uh, wisely. Technology isn't good. It's not well. Technology can be good, but it needs to be used responsibly in order for it to be good, or else it can be horrible. Um, so yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So so I don't. Know. I'm just going back. Like th- that's a method. Like if you find yourself not doing something, then just. You should, you should, I think it's good to maybe develop a habit of like, of like, what's my go-to thing to start being productive, right? Maybe it's going and starting to boil a cup of coffee. Maybe it's getting up and then just going for a run. Maybe it's getting up and brushing your teeth. Maybe it's going, getting up and making yourself some breakfast. Maybe it's getting up and drawing a picture or praying or something else. But I think that at the end of the day, and this is extremely important, so listen. You need to listen. Put down, put down that bagel that you're eating and listen. Okay? Shoot, I'm forgetting what I was going to say. Uh, oh, fuck. What was I going to say? Ah, shit. <laughs> I was going to say something. Um, uh, oh, fuck. I forgot. It was important. It was really important. I'm forgetting it. Uh, oh, shit. Ah. Uh, the bagel with the, um, hold on, bear with me guys. It would have been funny if I just ended it there. 
Um, but I've thought about it for like 30 seconds or two minutes or I don't know how long and I got it, but this is important. If there is, um, if there's anything you can do, anything that makes you productive, that prevents you from picking up your phone and scrolling mindlessly or getting on a video game and playing for like an hour and wasting your time, like you need to figure out how to do that. Because the thing with your phone, it's a very, very dangerous piece of technology. Everything in your phone is designed to to keep you there, to trap you there in order to ensure that you stay on long enough to consume a bunch of advertisements or stay on long long enough to buy something or or stay on long enough to just like use a certain app or whatever um and i mean if I'm, like like instagram facebook twitter uh all these things they're easy enough they're easy enough to be used by a monkey. A monkey can like scroll down, like it, like pictures and, and just continue to do that, right? So it's not a very complex mechanism. You can do it extremely easily. And I mean, what's the point there? The point is that you don't need to think. In order to do this stuff, you don't need to think. Without thinking, without putting in literally any effort, you're rewarded. Let me say it again. Without putting in any effort to social media, you are instantly rewarded. And I mean, essentially, like, what is that? It's like, um, it's like having a plate full of sugar and then just eating the sugar off the plate. Because in the past, right, finding a berry in the woods was like very difficult. It's very difficult to find like fruit and all these other sweet things. And this is why sweet things taste so good. It's because they, they were rare. And I mean, if you just, if you, if you, if you're eating a plate full of sugar, right. Or something analogous like chocolate cake or this or that. Right. Um, <clears throat> then you're you're basically not putting in the effort of like walking for hours in the forest looking for a berry bush, right? And then getting that reward, right? You're not putting in any effort and you're getting a reward, right? But then the issue is that there's a bunch of consequences to that, right? Like you could screw up your digestive system. Um, <clears throat> there's, I mean, you get fat, you, you lose like, you, I mean, your dopamine reward system gets screwed. There's probably a ton of other things, right? Um, and there's, and this is why, like, I don't know. This is why I think one of the reasons why people tend not to eat plates of sugar, but I guess some people do, and well, we'll talk about them later. But social media, I'd say, is probably more dangerous because, um, or maybe it's equivalent. I, I don't know. Who cares? Um, it's more more dangerous potentially because. I mean, what are the, <laughs> because the negative consequences are far less apparent. What, what are the negative consequences of um, eating sugar, right? What I said, digestive issues, being fat, da, da, da. It's very apparent, right? And oftentimes, I don't know, for me, like if I eat a lot of sugar, a lot of sugary food, drink a lot of soda, like my stomach ends up hurting like hell. 
And I don't know, maybe that's just my metabolism or whatever. Maybe it's like, oh, you, you ate way too many calories. You need to stop. So I don't know. I'm sure other people feel the same way too. Uh, or maybe I have some health thing. I don't know, whatever, who cares? Um, but I don't know, it's, it's more apparent. But with social media, the results are far, far less apparent. And and what are the what 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 do you lose with with that? You lose with with sugar, with just eating pure sugar, you lose you lose energy, you lose health, you lose things like that, right? But with social media, you lose time. And I think people nowadays have do not have do not at all have an, a, a, an appreciation of time, and and and. Well, gosh, like everyone has like time is your your most probably val- valuable asset because you have basically no time in your life. Like and you don't know how much more time you have, right? You could die tomorrow. You could die 20 years from now. You could die blah blah blah, you know. And if you want your life to have any meaning to it, it to it to, it to be worth something or whatever, I don't know. I guess there are some saints who lived very short lives and were very pious. Um, but I guess for the average person, if you want to maybe ensure that your life is more likely to have an impact, then you need to use your time extremely wisely, um, because you don't know when you're going to die. I guess that's one reason. Um, and I guess, let's say, let's say if we just look at the average, right? If you look at the average life expectancy, everyone at the average, right? They basically have the same amount of time to live their life. Everyone, that's the great equalizer, potentially, potentially, for the most part. It's a great equalizer. Everyone has basically a similar amount of time to live. And given that similar amount of time, you are, I mean, anyway, anyway, whatever, you you get the point. Um, It's a scarce resource. Everyone has the same amount for the most part. And if you want to have a meaning or a legacy, right, you need to use it efficiently. And social media is an amazing way to suck up hours and hours of your day. I mean, I'd say, I mean, personally, I'm very addicted to social media, so I need to get get away from this somehow. But, um... I mean, you got just look at your look at your your, your screen time or, or maybe an, an Android analogous thing, and see how long you spend on your phone. Like it's probably hours, and maybe it's not. And good for you, um, but like these these algorithms can like trap your attention extremely easily, extremely easily because it's 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 basically sugar for your mind, and and the the consequences are abstract. They're not, they're not like bodily consequences. They're abstract consequences that, you know, (laughs) that, 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 that take intelligence to kind of, kind of realize. Um, so at the end of the day, the thesis of this was a 30 minute podcast or, or however long it ended up being is this. One of the biggest enemies you have is your phone and the, the dopamine cycles that, that social media 
and other big tech companies trap you in. And if you want to have, if you want, if you want your life to have as much meaning as possible, then you need to find a way to get started on doing something real in the real world as soon as possible. And instead of thinking, instead of procrastinating by like scrolling through your phone, getting free dopamine, getting, uh, I guess, a a nice feeling of, of pleasure and not having to put a lot of mental effort into things, just start doing something small. If you're doing something small, if you're just doing a little bit of work or doing something doing this or that or whatever, if you're making a list of things to do and then you're following that list of things to do, or you're doing something really small like a walk or I'm just going to drive to the grocery store or blah, 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 you're going to be in a much better place than if you just think about it and you keep it in the back of your head while you're distracting yourself. Um, I think there's one more point I wanted to say here. Um, One second. Let me think. Oh, yeah, I got it. So... Two tips that I've learned from other people is one, kind of your consciousness flows in a cycle, I think. It's like an OODA loop. Um, Look that up. O-O-D-A loop. I think that's how you spell it. Um, I think that's kind of how your consciousness looks. It's like a feedback loop. Um, And you got to always, like, I think periodically you need to check. You need to kind of take a step back, look at your brain and how you're thinking like, okay, what am I doing right now? What am I doing right now? What am I doing right now? And then analyze and say, okay, should I be doing this? And just realize what you're doing. And if you, if you want to, if you're like, oh, no, wait, I shouldn't be doing this, then, then step back and do something else, right? Um, and the other one is make sure you're keenly aware of every tool you have at your disposal. Um, for example, performance-enhancing substances um, or lists, right? Writing a list for your day saying like Jordan Peterson said this, Jordan Peterson said this, and it's a good, it's a good point. Um, and I I don't know exactly how he said it, but like you need to write out a kind of what your ideal day would be. What would, what would the ideal day that for you be? If you were to do everything that you wanted to do, what would you do? And then write that all down, write that all down and then try and follow it to the best of your ability. That's a good tool, right? Come up with a bunch of these tools and creatively apply them to your life. I think that's extremely important. And then, yeah, just be conscious of what you're doing. If you're scrolling mindlessly on your phone, like take a step back, think, oh, wait a minute, I'm scrolling mindlessly on my phone. And then ask yourself the question, do I want to do this? You don't, you, you can still continue doing that if you want. It doesn't matter, right? But you should, you should ask yourself, is this something I want to be doing right now? And if the answer is yes, then continue. If the answer is no, take a breath, put your phone down, do something else, right? Look, look at your list of the day and then do something there. Um, but anyway, I think these are some good tips, good tips. Uh, and if you have any better ones, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at Goosenov or email me at quantumsnob at gmail.com or something. Um, but yeah. Share this podcast with some friends. If you if you if you like your if you're if you're if you have good friends, send send this to them. Because um, I'm sure there's probably something in here that they could learn or or could help them. Or maybe 
Well, I don't know. I, I think there is. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm just BSing here. This is like, I, I'm, I'm pulling a bunch of information from probably like 10 different people I've learned from over the course of several years, five years, 10, 12 people. Um, so anyway, take it to heart. Think about it. And, and, and also one, one thing I think is important. I don't know. We're going on another tangent. Um, if someone's telling you advice, like li- re- listen, really, really listen, listen as, as intently as you can and, and believe what they're saying. So like, okay, let's, let's take these to their logical conclusion and assume they're right. And if the logical conclusion of, of, of what they're talking about is like bad, if it's like ugly, if it's like stupid, if it's something weird, you know, then maybe discard it. Right. Um, or if it's like bad for you personally, if it's like, oh, this does not help me at all. This is going to put me in a worse spot. This is going to make me feel bad about myself. And this isn't going to help me grow. Right. I guess don't really look at your feelings. Look at like objective, like good or in bad things about yourself. Like, would this help me out or would this hurt me? Right. And if it helps you then keep it, if it hurts you, then don't. Anyway, I think, I think I've rambled long enough. Share this with your friends, please. Bye-bye. Oh, also, let me know if there's anything I can improve with this podcast. But yeah, peace. See you later, guys.